Welcome to the Lighted Church Podcast, lighting the people to light the world through the knowledge of Christ. Visit www.tlc.net.ng and share the gospel of Christ today. Uh, God is good. And all the time, uh, God is always good. He's good to me and he's good to you. He's good to all of us. We serve a good God. We serve a wonderful God. We serve a powerful God. We serve an excellent God. None can be compared with him in our lives. It's such an awesome wonder. Praise the Lord. I'd like to appreciate the Lord for bringing us here this morning. The Lord is there in their midst. The Lord even came in here before we came in, preparing a good ground for a blessing, preparing a good ground for your transformation and your testimony that this service will impart into you. I want to let you know that you can never leave this place the same way you came. Yeah. I didn't hear that, amen. Yeah. It's not believing enough. Yeah. There is no doubt in my heart that you are living here better than you came. In the mighty name of Jesus. You know, the Holy Spirit does not visit venue just to play. We carry the Spirit of God, and when we gather here, we also came with the Spirit of God. But then the Spirit of God is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. We have the Spirit in us, but the Spirit is everywhere. And He cannot be among us, and your life remains the same. I want to assure you that something great is happening to somebody here today. In the mighty name of Jesus. I love this God and forever I will love him because of who he is. Because of who this God is. What a great God we serve. I'd like us to open our Bibles to the book of John chapter number 8. John chapter number 8. Verse 31 and 32. John 8, 31 and 32. Are we there? Then Jesus said to those Jews which believed, on him, the Jews that were believers. If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If you continue in my word, that is how you be my disciple indeed. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. The Lord is leading me into a deeper revelation or a deeper understanding of the power of the truth. The truth in question is not like the English word truth. 
we must learn to differentiate between what the English is saying and what Bible means because what you have in the Bible is just a translation of what had been written in Hebrew and Greek and somehow they don't capture as much the import of the word as they should when translated to English. So at times you look at English word in the Bible, you want to try to have the biblical meaning of that word because at times they are not exactly the same. And so the Lord began to take me deeper into the understanding of the mystery of this word called truth in the Bible and how that truth can liberate us and make us to be champions in our time and our generation. How we need to identify with the truth and understand the truth and get to know the truth, what truth represents as in God's context and allow us to begin to flow with this truth and be what the truth wants us to be. So Jesus was talking to the Jews that believed in him, that were converted to following him. And he said, the only way you can be my disciples indeed, not just following me, is when you begin to believe in my word. Is when you begin to continue in my word, what I said to you. And he further said that, well, you have to know the truth. You have to know what truth is. You have to know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Continuing the word, the word comes, it hits you first as logos, like a normal word, like English word. But they say, well, if you continue my word, meaning you are searching my word, then you can be my disciples. But I want to let you know that something that will make you outstanding as my disciples and in this life is when you begin to know the truth. When you begin to understand the truth. The word brings the truth. But you need to search and get revelation of the truth that is in the word. So that you don't see the word as logos. Like literature. Like ordinary word. You need to know the truth. And that truth is what is going to make you to be free. Liberate you and make you to enjoy your Christian experience. And make you to have the very best of me. Who you are following. And so the truth became a very important thing that we need to search out as Christians if we really, really, really want to enjoy our Christian experience. In our Christianity, everybody have always said, which is the truth, it's not religion. It's a way of life. It's the path set aside by Jesus Christ for us to follow. And you must understand what the Lord has set aside for us to follow in his kingdom. You must understand kingdom principles. You must understand the fundamentals of kingdom principles. You must understand what works in the kingdom and how it works and how it affects you. So you don't go to church just for going to church sake. 
and like most Christians, seeking miracles and seeking what had to cure the headache, or maybe cancer, or maybe, you know, or barrenness, or how they have to get money, or have to, I mean, that's not the whole essence of going to church. But the truth is that when you know the truth by yourself, you don't need to seek after these things. You will not know what provision has been made for you and you will not begin to live the life that you're supposed to live as a child of God. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. The problem is that there is scarcity of people that actually know the truth or want to know the truth and so we become like people that are moved by every wind of doctrine and uh, living our lives the way we shouldn't live our lives and so we begin to lay emphasis on things that doesn't really matter to God and that became the church pattern but Jesus said look it's good you are following me but I want to advise you to hook on to my word and that is when you can become my disciples indeed but let me tell you further you shall know the truth if you want to experience freedom, if you want to experience liberation, if you want to be empowered, you shall know the truth. <laughs> there is the truth. There is the truth. What is the truth? You shall know the truth. What is the truth? And the truth shall make you free. The truth can be divided into two aspects. One is Christ himself. He may not understand that is the truth. The way, the life, and the truth. So that means the truth personalized or personified. But that is not the area we are going to. Because they know him. Of course, they need to search him more to be able to understand certain mystery about him. Because he's the truth. But there is true situation that we must search out for that appeals to us that calls for attention and the truth is a mystery the truth is a secret the truth is not always available the truth is always misunderstood the understanding of the mystery of the truth help our faith walk with the Lord. On the other hand, help us to walk by faith and to do the exploit that we need to do through faith. Truth is key if we must walk by faith. Because in walking by faith, you must know what you are walking by faith on and that is the truth. Otherwise, your priority can be easily misplaced. And you begin to think that facts are truth. And you begin to redefine the truth as in the kingdom by English dictionary or with English dictionary. Faith work and exploit becomes easier when we know the truth. And you shall know the truth. And you shall know the truth. When the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, that scripture is simply saying that the word here 
is the rema. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The word of God that can give you faith is the revelation in the word and not just the ordinary word, which is the logos or the letter. The Bible said, the letter kill it, but the spirit give it life. There is a spirit in every statement in the word of God that brings life into people when they absorb it. And that spirit is the truth. By the truth, we are talking about the real situation of things as put in place by God and not as seen or understood by men. Meaning that when the Bible talks about the truth, the Bible is simply talking about the real situation that guides situations, the real situation that have been put in place by God but cannot be understood by men. And so it is not readily available. So Jesus said, look, you need to do some extra work. You need to know the truth. So the Lord is telling us this morning that we need to know the truth. That's the way God sees things, which is very different from the way men see things. Seeing through the eyes of God and not the eyes of men and not the eyes of situation. In everything under the face of the earth, there are ways God sees them and there are ways man or humanity see them but the way God see them is superior to the way man see them and if you are wise enough to know how God see them you will be able to relate with those things the way God see them and not the way your senses or man see them and that can make a whole lot of difference in your life and that is the truth the way God sees situation you must know of it. There is the truth about every situation in everybody's life. And how much you know the truth about a situation is how much freedom you experience in that situation. There is the truth about you. About your life. About who you are. But this truth might be different from the way somebody else is perceiving you or reading you. And even the way you see yourself. That you see yourself in a particular form or shape doesn't actually mean that that is who you are. That is why God's ways, the Bible says, are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are his ways higher than our ways. And his thoughts higher than our thoughts. You knowing the truth is seeing things and situations exactly the way God sees them, which obviously is different from the way it appears on the natural. Something can appear in a form in the natural, but God said, 
that's the way it appears in the natural but I am not seeing it that way it is in the natural I'm seeing it differently and he said God can't you see that this is the way it is this seat is blue the material is blue and the frame is gold God said you are not seeing well it's about God. This is what I can see. You gave me eyes, and that's what my eyes can interpret. Oh, yes, that's true because you are seeing from the five senses. You are seeing with your eyes, you feel with your body, you hear with your ears, you perceive with your nose, you taste with your tongue. And so, God is saying, I am not natural. Yes, you are seeing it as this, but if only you can see it as the way I see it it will determine the way you receive this set. And you say, God, I don't understand what you mean. Okay, I see a vacant seat. I see a seat with somebody's iPad and offering envelope and so I see the envelope. And God said, that is all you can see about the seat, but that's not what I'm seeing. I see that that seat has been poisoned, that when you sit there, something will happen to you. So I can't see it. Where is the poison? And God can say, I see that that seat has been made for you for promotion. And I actually place it in that form that when you see there, you are promoted. Where is promotion in my seat? I can't see it. Why can't you see it? Because it is not utterly discernible. God does not see how we see, but how God sees is the truth. And when you know how God sees, you should be able to relate with the thing God has seen and be able to get the very best of what God is saying. You knowing the truth is seeing things and situations exactly the way God sees them. I want to just say a few things here. That this world we are living in is full of camouflage. People are not exactly the same way they look. This world is what? There's a lot of camouflage that have shielded the realities of humanity. I remember many years ago, I, I told the story again. I mean, I told the story sometime, I'm telling it again. One young man brought the father to Lagos and um, I think he took him to Tejo Show. I think he wants to buy something for him. He wants to do something. And they got in there and he called the son. I said, come, come, come. What, do you, what am I seeing? There are so many persons that are walking on their heads here. I said, daddy. He said, no, no, no. Can't you see them? I said, no, I can't see them. They said, so many persons are walking on their heads right in this market. And they are walking, they are shopping, they are buying things from people. Says, I don't you see, you can't know you're a small boy, but I want to let you know that people are walking on their heads in this market. Camouflage, mystery. Somebody's walking in your eyes on his two legs, smiling with you. 
But in the actual, he's walking on with his head. And his legs are up there. But you can't see. You don't understand. He has been camouflaged. And most of the things you see, even in the life of people, apart from situations, are all camouflaged. Terrible camouflage. But when God opens your eyes to see the actual, you will appreciate the actual as it is. You are supposed to see the real thing and the real thing that you see is the truth and not what the natural eyes is showing you. The Bible said that even the devil disguises himself as an angel of light. So you can be looking at devil, you think that is the best angel in the world. But the devil has disguised himself as an angel of light. Angel of light means the angel of God, the righteous angel that have come to help you. Like you are ministry angels. So the enemy disguises himself like that, camouflage himself like that, so you don't see. And so you relate with him as just the angel of light. Not until you have the summons, you will know that that is the devil coming to destroy your life. And so demons also possesses people and you are seeing a man, you don't know that that man is being controlled, manipulated, empowered by an evil spirit that lives inside of him. Not until you begin to conduct deliverance and the person is talking, the demon is talking, you won't know that. You say, who are you? He calls his name. I say, but that's not your name. He says, ah, we have come to kill him. Oh, there's somebody talking here, not this one that I know. And so, what you are seeing with your naked eyes is not exactly what that thing is in the actual. Camouflage is everywhere. And I tell you, the enemy does not like you, so he camouflages so much to be able to affect your life. So you must know the truth. You must understand the truth. Human beings disguises themselves as friends, being possessed of the enemy, so that they can be your greatest enemy to your destiny, and you don't know. Also, we as children of God, I mean, born again children of God that's not possessed of the devil, that's not an instrument. You know, the devil comes to church. You know, the devil comes to church. The devil comes as ministers, as ushers, as um, choir, as um, all kinds of... The devil comes to church. But I'm not talking about the demons that comes to church in the form of human beings. I'm not also come talking about the demons that come to church as demons that you don't see.
But I'm simply talking about the fact that we as children of God, filled with the Holy Spirit, are the greatest disguise in the face of the earth. Even the demons fear us. Because we are not exactly who they are seeing. We are not exactly the kind of thing they are seeing in us. They are seeing something different. But you don't even know what they are seeing. Your friends don't even know what is inside of you. You are a disguise. You are not ordinary person that you used to be. There's something about you that is so different. And I want to let you know that we are the biggest disguise that can be found on the face of the earth. And so the fallen angels are afraid of who we are and they want to hide the reality, the truth of who we are from us so we can live and walk in ignorance. The Bible said they know not, neither do they understand. So they walk all in darkness. Have I not said that you are God? And you that are the children of the most high God. But as long as you don't know it, you will die like man. But when you do know it, then you can't die like men, you can't live like men, you can't conduct your life like men, you can't fear like men. That spend all their time cursing the devil, praying against the devil, you can't fear, you can't pray, pray your fearfulness because you are bigger than who they have made you to understand that you are. We are the greatest disguise in the face of the earth, but the devil said, don't know it, don't know who you are. But Jesus said, you should know the truth. But you must know the truth. And when you begin to know the truth, that truth will liberate you and set you free. And that is a big deal for us to know that we are the greatest disguise in the face of the earth. I was analyzing sometime. The scripture that said, if that spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives inside of us. And I said, is it actually really possible that the Holy Ghost that came to those people in the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost that Jesus Christ walked with, and he did all kinds of things that he did, is it the same Holy Ghost that resurrected Christ from the dead and destroyed the works of the enemy and dealt with Lucifer and his cohort? Is it possible that he lives inside of me? Is it possible that I go with him? Is it possible that he's always inside of me? Ah, God, I think this is an exaggeration of the truth. Jesus said, no. That is the truth. But you don't know it. The more you know it, the more you be who God wants you to be, the more Jesus is formed inside of you. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is inside of you, is living with you, is he. He is in you when you are sleeping. It's in you when you are awake. It's in you when you are the boss. It's in you. That same spirit lives inside of you. I have decided not to choose what I believe in the Bible. I take everything like a baby. And by the time you begin to take things like baby, then you begin to appreciate what God is talking about as the truth. Because God cannot lie and his word can never lie. So we are a great mystery and we must understand the mystery that is inside of us. And when we do, we live beyond all restrictions 
we live beyond all boundaries and limitations that the enemy might have to put around us. If you don't know the truth about you, who else will know the truth about you? And you shall know the truth. So if people don't know the truth about you, you should know the truth about yourself. So that you don't see yourself in the eyes of the people. In the mindset of the people. But in the mindset and the, and the eyes of God, who has made you who you are, that you didn't even work for. You know, at times, we try to pay price for us to be something. You spend money, you buy a house. You spend money, you buy cars. You spend money, so you know what you spend your sweat to have. So you know you have a car, you have a house, you have... But this particular thing, you didn't pay a price for it. But yet, you have it. And because you're a human being and you didn't pay a price for it, you don't know you have it. You just don't know you have it. And that is bigger than whatever thing you can pay the price for. The Bible said the Spirit of God in the heart of man is something greater than gold. Much more than gold. I don't remember the story of um, an owner of a food chain in America they have a food chain in different states and somehow we decided to get to the grassroots to know how this food chain actually operates to know how the staff operates to know how customers relate with their food to know how they cook and so that they can be able to devise a way of um, improving on their services and also to target to be the number one he doesn't want to use consultant and he decided by himself to disguise himself. And of course, he went to the people that disguise his people. They form a new face for him that they wear as rubber. I don't know what I ever know about that. If you watch movies, you will see that. So they gave him a new look, they gave him a new face, gave him a new hair change the way he looks entirely because everybody had the photograph of him in every of their food chain, in every of their shops, in every of their store, in every of their restaurants. So if he come the way he is, they will know him. So he completely disguised himself and even the way he speaks, even the way he does things. And he took time to perfect it. He took a leave of absence as a CEO and went somewhere to do it and by the time he came back that is no more the same person and he didn't come back to his office he went to one of the of the store of the outlet whereby he had applied to serve in that place and of course he was hired and every day he comes to relate with the staff goes to the kitchen, see what is happening, say, say, see what, how they serve. He has to serve by himself. He spent time there. Some of the staff will be friends to him. Normally, some will be abusing him. Some will, you know, be saying all kinds of things. He found out those, the way they are stealing from the organization. Some of them even want to co-opt him in and want to let him, you know, be a part of the way they steal in the system. 
and we play the fool to know how that works and the way things are leaking out and um, how some are aggressive to customers and pretend to their managers that they are very good even to the extent on how some people spit on food before they serve do you know that that happens well anyway that's a story for another day so when you want to eat plead the blood of Jesus because some of the food you eat by people that cook the food has been cooked with the blood of somebody somewhere you don't know some of the restaurants you go that is flourishing it's not normal it's not normal thing that is making them to sell I tell you it's not normal thing that is making I'm not saying all but some of them to sell if you get to know what some of them do to sell you will not eat outside again anyway that's a different thing so he took some time I think he spent about six months there say again I cannot, that's why we should plead the blood of Jesus alright so he saw everything and he knew everything and by the time he left there because see, they didn't know him he now wrote to their manager in fact he fired the manager first they fired this first, they fired that first, they fired some people. And after some time, they get to know that that one that was serving here, that was always cracking joke, was the owner of that outfit. Some were promoted, some were distinguished, some were, you know, he saw some diligence in some of them. Some were sacked, terminated, some were, okay. But then he gave him an idea of how the structure should run better. Now, what am I saying? No one knew him in his disguise. Everybody saw him as an employee, a poor employee that earned some, some stipend. Meanwhile, he owns the entire thing. Naturally, by human understanding, someone can be called poor. You know why they can call someone poor? Because they're looking at his bank account. They're looking at where he lives. They're looking at the school his children attend. They're looking at his circle of friends. They're looking at the fact that he has no car. He jumped on buses. No good job and so on and so forth. But the truth is that that person is possibly a son of a multi-millionaire that the father has will all his money and assets to but no one knows it no one knows it and he lives a normal life till the time of manifestation but if you know the truth for yourself though he still lives that kind of life. He still don't have anything. No car, no good job. But he recognized that when he turns a particular age that he knows, he will become a multi-millionaire because that has been decreed and that has been put aside for him. He will not see himself as suffering at that particular point in time. He will count it all joy. It's fun for him. And the people are looking at him, they're saying, this guy is so excited. In his heart, he said, you don't know who I am, that's why. But I know the truth about myself. You don't know me. 
That we rush the same bus does not mean that I am the same with you. That we eat in the same restaurant now does not mean I'm the same with you. That we live in the same neighborhood does not mean I'm the same with you. The time is coming when the hair apparent will become a grown-up adult. And the Lord of the person will transfer what belongs to him to him. And he say, I don't belong here anymore. I have left where I used to be. So if you don't know yourself, you will remain with them as if you are nothing. I don't have all the time to tell about the story of um, the little ego that was brought into your house and was trained among the chickens. The chick, they are all going because it was a little, a little ego. And of course, it goes around with them, picking everything and then um, end up. And um, all of a sudden, he started growing up. He discovered that he's different from these this, this chickens. But they pick and he doesn't fly. He just, because not, the chickens don't fly. They just hover around and in the evening, they just gather them to one place and he follows them. And he grow big and he notices that there's a lot of difference. But the owner of the, of, of the birds knows that this one is really an ego. But they were watching to see what happens. Once upon a time, an ego came from the top to carry the chicks. And all the chickens and all the hens and all the mother, you know, birds, they began to panic and then... Um, the little chicks and began to hide themselves under the, you know, the, the feathers of their, of their mother, as it were. And it was watching. But when everybody was panicking, he tried to panic a little bit. But he didn't have that urge to begin to panic because he was drawn. So it's not likely they would carry him. But by the time he looked at the one that came to carry those chicks and look at himself, he said, I look like this wand, not this wand. And I think he would have kept it to himself. And one day came as another stupid hawk came to carry. You know, egos are actually bigger than just, are better than hawk. What are egos? They're superior. Came to carry a chick. And he saw the way it was flapping. You know, when an, when an eagle is trained to fly, they are trained from the top. They're not trained from the bottom. So, but he saw the way they were flapping. He was flapping the wind. And he tried it for himself. And he found that it's all like moving up. These other chickens don't move up. And so, the hawk came and carried one chick and was going out. And he just forcefully move himself and he saw himself going up too and he looked down and saw the other chickens and saw the other hens and he saw himself behaving like the other one that was going and of course he would have said to himself I don't belong here I'm going to where I belong that was the last time he ever behaved like a chicken he went to where he belonged to you shall know the truth so that you don't remain a chicken when you are an ego. That you have classmates and friends, some of them were more intelligent than you, and all that does not mean you are the same thing. 
if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells inside of you, there is a quickening that is behind your whole reality that makes you superior to just being an ordinary person. You need to know better. Also, when you know the truth about yourself, you will not behave and feel the way others do. And you will not feel the same way you do now. The way you do things and act under your present reality will be different. If you know that you're a child of a multi-millionaire that has been willed great assets, the way you behave now under your present reality will be different. This is simply because you have reason to have hope. And with hope comes faith. And with faith comes exploit and triumph. You have faith because you know that your condition will not remain the way it is for too long. This is the truth. May you know the truth today in Jesus' name. Listen to this. That your riches have not manifested does not mean that you are a poor man. As long as God called you rich and you believe that God cannot lie, at the fullness of time, his riches will show forth. Listen to the truth. The truth is what God says that you are who God said that you are and not what people say that you are or situations have defined you to be. Mary was a young girl growing up but by destiny he was the mother of Jesus but Mary never knew it. The mother of Mary never knew it. The friends of Mary never knew it. Nobody knew it. But that they don't know it did not stop the fact that Mary was to give birth to a mystery child called Jesus, the son of the living God, till the time came. And when the time came and the angel announced, Mary could not really believe, but he just simply said, let it be unto me according to your word. But this is too big for me to understand. Listen to this. If people know that some of you here seated are great people. If people know who some of you here seated are. If they really know for free, they will begin to lobby you now that you seem to be nothing. Begin to lobby to reach you, have your telephone number, be your friend. Don't get offended when you talk to them. So that you can be at their good books. Because there's coming a time where you will not be where they can reach anymore. And it becomes difficult for them to hold you. Because you are gone like the ego. You are gone. If you know who certain people are here. You will try to do good to them so much. So much so. That somebody will say, I want to start say, Don't you know she's my friend? She is my best friend. She is my one. And everybody will say, this one, 
this kind of why, why is she afraid? Can't you see other other elegant guests? He said, "This one, don't worry, leave her with me." <laughs> and when she will manifest, the first one that will have access to the good friend and the one that will always remember that that was my good friend is that same you who was always doing good. You have two apples to share. He said, "What do you want to give?" He said, "No, no, be a good person." By the time the person manifests, he will remember. And he said, these other ones are fake. This is my friend indeed. You know, Oprah had a friend. And he has a friend. And that's a life friend. I think that woman would have been so discerning when they were young. When Oprah was nothing. And there's nowhere Oprah goes in this world that he doesn't go with her. And there's no amount of money she wants in this world that she doesn't have. Because she identified with somebody that was rejected, neglected, sacked from a place of, um, of work and all that. And it stuck with her till destiny showed up. Let me tell you one thing for free. There are people here that people will be begging to meet in the next five years. <laughs> Can someone receive that and shout praise the Lord? Some are barren now, but the truth is that they are mother of children. Some are failing now, but the truth is that they are successful people. Some look poor and everything about them smell poverty, but the truth is that they are blessed with riches. I don't know if you can see yourself as any of these, but listen to me so that you can quote me. I don't care what the enemy does now. I don't care what the enemy thinks. I don't care what the enemy says. I don't even care what the people feels or the impressions. I know the truth about myself and I know who I am. <laughs> so I cannot look at my, myself in the eyes of any human being. I know who I am. You must know the truth for yourself. Search the truth about yourself. When Sinatch or Sinatch wrote that song very many years ago, I know who I am. She did it passionately with revelation and she was nowhere near where she is today. Nowhere near. But she wrote it that I know who I am. He didn't write it for you. She wrote it for herself. I know who Everywhere in the world is being sorted after. Everywhere in the world is being given accolades and rewards. And it's wealthy. Wealthy as in very wealthy. And you don't call out for cheap. I know who I am was a song written out of Revelation. We're dancing to it, but somebody wrote it for herself. And she began to define the kind of person she knew that she is. Many years before she became who she is now. Listen, knowing the truth about yourself helps to quicken the manifestation of your real self. How you appear does not define you as a person, but who you are in the inside. Someone might never see that, but you must see it for yourself. The challenge is one word called manifestation. Because you have not manifested, you think you are just an ordinary person. 
Gideon did not manifest in any form as a mighty man of valor. But when the angels of God appeared to him, they called him a mighty man of valor. And Gideon said, you must be making a mistake. Me, mighty man of valor. He said, don't you know who I am? I am the least in my family, and my family is the least in the whole Israel, and I am the least of every least. So how can I be the mighty man of valor? He said, no, no, but you are the mighty man of valor. He said, you made a mistake again. If you are saying the truth, give me signs. Give me signs. I can't believe this. This is just, this is just too big a lie for me to accept it. But the truth was Gideon was so mighty that he defeated the Midianites just like he defeated, just, just like I can defeat one person. Because somehow you are what God says you are. You will be what God said you will be. You will manifest what God said you will manifest. Time and situation does not challenge it. You only need to wait for God's timing for you to be who God says you are. Because who you are is in the realm of the spirit and it doesn't show in the physical till there is a manifestation at the fullness of time. Who are you? You say you're a poor person, I can't pay bills, I don't have money, they're chasing me up and down, that, 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 and you think that defines you. Go and know the truth. And the truth will make you free. Don't you worry. I know one thing for sure. You are stepping out very soon. I say this clearly because I know the truth about you. I am the angel that the Lord has sent to come and announce to you that you are a great person. You are bigger than who man says you are. You are larger than who your friend perceives you to be. One thing is for sure, you will appear in your fullness very soon. <laughs> you will appear in your real personality very soon. Receive that in Jesus' name this morning. Now what God says is the truth, but what men are saying might not line up with the truth. Because they're saying what they are seeing. <laughs> and it's very easy to see who you are now, but they can't see your future. <laughs> that is why Proverbs 23, 23, I want you to take note of this scripture. Proverbs 23, 23, encourage you to go and buy the truth. And when I saw it, as I was meditating on it, I said, how can you buy the truth? <laughs> buy the truth and don't sell it. Buy the truth and don't sell it. Buy the truth and sell it not. You know what the Bible is saying? Do everything you can to know this truth. <laughs> Do everything. Sacrifice everything. Whether you are buying more Bibles, interpretation, you are buying, you know, some special book for you to read. You are, you are, you are, you are, whatsoever you need to do. Spend time, effort to know this truth. And when you know it, don't allow it slip out of your hand. The truth I know cannot be cancelled by anything I see in my eyes now. Job said, I know that my Redeemer liveth. And at that time he said that he has lost almost everything he had. <laughs> I know he lives. 
What do you know about your Redeemer concerning yourself? What do you know about yourself and your Redeemer? What do you know? A simple Christian that goes to church and struggling with life and struggling with destiny and struggling with rent and struggling. That's what you know. No, that's not the truth. So Jesus said, you shall know the truth. Where does the truth come from? The truth is the established reality from divinity. The Bible said to Jeremiah, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you and I've already ordained you. There are things you are ordained to be. Multi-millionaires, king, strong politicians, great men and women and all kinds of things. But you don't even know it like Jeremiah. They didn't know. Now you have lined up with your destiny in God. You need to search out the truth about yourself. And when you do such are the truth, you will know the truth. How are you giving the truth to know? Through the Holy Spirit. John 14, 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and he shall bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. So, the clearer you get to know what has been said about you, the better your life line up to what has been said about you. The Holy Spirit also made Apostle Paul to write in 1 Corinthians 2, 11, I mean 9 to 11. But as it is written, eyes have not seen. That means the eyes of your friends, even your natural eyes have not seen. The eyes of your colleagues, the eyes of your family members, the eyes of uh, neighbors have not seen. Ears Neither has he entered into the heart of any human being. The things which God has prepared. If you like, put your name there. Because in my own case, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. I don't enter into the heart of men for what the Lord has prepared for me. You know why? Because I know God loves me and I know I love him. And I know his word works for me. And I know what he has told me about me that no man has known. Now the Bible continued. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit such at all things, yea, the deep things of God. For quit, for what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of the man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Let me say this. Abraham lived in this truth. He lived in the truth of reality outside the facts. Outside the fact. The fact were against him. The fact was that he was not a man anymore. The wife was no more a woman anymore. The fact was that he was too old to have a child. The fact that there was some fact and fact and fact. But he lived on the truth. The Bible said Abraham believed God. He believed irrespective of his natural limitations. He believed in spite of his natural realities. You are not believing because you are looking at your natural limitation and natural realities. You are begging for food now. You don't know you are a giver of food to millions of people. And at the fullness of time, it happened for him. And the Bible said in the book of Isaiah, just go and look at your father Abraham. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to do this morning. Listen to me, your own will happen too. Yeah. What God said about you will happen too. Yeah. 
what God wants you to be will happen too. They look at you and say, this is not the time to prosper. They lied because they don't know who God has made you to be. They look at you and say, this is not the time to have children. They lied because they don't know who God has made you to be. They look at you and say, this is not the kind of person that can rule this country. They lied because they don't know what God has made you to be. That you don't look like it does not mean you are not it. As a matter of fact, the less you look like it, the more you are it. <laughs> the less you look like it, the more. <laughs> you better believe that the things God said about you is yours. You better believe that the things said about your situation is your situation. Whatever God said, he can make possible for you. You better believe that you are the head and not the tail. You better believe that you are the first and not the last. That is very crucial. You know, you go to a, to a place and you say, I, am, I cannot be reckoned with because I don't have good clothes. I don't come with a good car. I, I, don't, I don't have money. I don't. But there's something you don't know about yourself. There is a way you carry yourself in a place and somebody say, you come, 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 come. I don't know you, but just come, come, come. This is your seat. And you look at yourself and say, how did it happen? They have seen something you don't see. Just like that old man that saw people walking with their heads and others did not see them. Many years ago, one of our family friends was saying to my wife and I, he was talking to every other person, say, these two people you are seeing, they are great people, oh. That time we, didn't, we lost our job. He was saying to them, I don't want to call the name because part of the family is here. He said, these two people you are seeing, don't joke with them or I'm telling you. Because that guy sees in a way, I don't know how he sees. Then after some years, he said, didn't I tell you? You see now? Did it, have I not been saying it? And he just said, you have not seen anything yet to just begin to love them now. Well, I don't need him to tell me because I know now what I didn't know before. That come sun, come rain, come challenge, come struggles, the word of God concerning me must come to pass. The word of God concerning you must come to pass without fail. If God said it, you better believe it and that settles it. In the name of Jesus, you better believe that by his stripes you are healed. You better believe that you are fruitful by covenant of fruitfulness. You better believe that you are blessed and not cursed. You better believe that this situation that you are, you are right now is only but temporal. And it will soon come to pass. You better believe that your enemies cannot triumph over you. They can push you, they can press you, but the ultimate victory belongs to you. You better believe that Jesus exchanged your shame for your honor. You better believe that Jesus has changed your poverty for riches. You better believe that Jesus has changed your failure for success. You better believe that this is your truth. This is your truth. Don't allow anybody to tell you otherwise. This is your truth. I'm about to close and listen to this. The new dawn that the Lord told us about this year is what is the other side of the midnight. Listen to this explanation. A night starts and starts getting darker and darker and all of a sudden you have 12 midnight. One minute after 12 is a.m. No more p.m. One minute after 12 
is a.m. and no more p.m. But one minute after 12 can still be as dark as one minute to 12. <laughs> it can still be as dark as one minute to 12. But that is as dark does not mean that the time has not changed. The time has changed for people, but you are still seeing that pocket no money. You are still seeing where you are living, but you are now in the AM of your life. But because there is a dawning of a new day, what happens is that from that moment going forward, the light is coming into your life. You can no more go darker. You are getting brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. Because the AM will begin to manifest and begin to call forth light. Till you now begin to see the rays of light. It cannot go back to PM. It is still the AM that you see. And that is your new day, somebody. That is your new day, somebody. You cannot get darker than you used to be. You cannot be in frustration that you used to be. God has taken you out of that and has placed a new dawn in your life. In the name of Jesus. Let me say this thing for free. You have experienced your first part of your first half of the night and you have experienced it enough this is the time for you to experience the second part of the night that leads to the daytime now the clock that has been set on alarm has triggered and said one minute has passed the midnight and your day is beginning to dawn the Bible said, as the day began to dawn, they came to see Jesus that was buried. And as was beginning to dawn, the Bible said, they found out, just like it was a dream, that the stones has been rolled away. And they found out that where they buried him, he was no more there. And the angel came and announced to them, you came to see Jesus who was buried. He is no more here. For he is risen. He is no more here. For he is risen. Come, let me show you where he used to be. Very soon, people will begin to see where you used to be. Because you are going to a new place where God has placed you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Please, my friends, it's not just enough for you to know this truth. Please be like Jesus and confess the truth. I just confess the truth and I don't give a damn what the enemy thinks about it. Because he cannot stop the hand of God. You know, you get my point? He cannot stop the hand of... Uh, no, it's impossible. In John eleven twenty five, 25, Jesus called himself the resurrection and life. John eleven twenty five. 25. That time he has not even died talkless of resurrection. But he said, I am the resurrection. I am the life. He knew where he was going. He knew he was going to die to resurrect. He knew he would resurrect all the same. And he called himself and he defined himself before that woman. And lo and behold, did he become what he said he would become? Please, from today, begin to confess what you know about the truth. Begin to confess what you know about the truth. I am the head and not the tail. I am rich and not poor. I am saved. I'm not, I'm, I'm not where the enemy wants me to be. I am delivered and set free. I will prosper because God has given it to me. Begin to call yourself rich, call yourself fruitful, call yourself healed, call yourself delivered. You are who God said you are and not what men says you are.
call yourself by your real name. Don't answer the blind Bartimaeus. Call yourself by the new name. Don't answer Baron Elizabeth. Call yourself by the new name. Not a poor man. Not a frustrated man. Call yourself by your new name. Call it and tell it to the world like Jesus did. I am the resurrection and I am the life. How do you mean Jesus? Wait and see. Wait and see. Know this. Where you are now does not matter. Where God said you are going to be is what matters. <laughs> you may be presently far away from where God said you will be, but it doesn't matter. Just live by the truth. Get to know the truth. You will see your years turning to months. Listen to this. Just believe in what God says. Confess in what God says. You will see your years turning to months. You will see your months turning to weeks. You will see your week turning to day. You will see your day turning to hours. And very soon, you will see your hour turning to minutes. Before you know it, the reality will manifest. And you see yourself as a different person from who you used to be. Praise the Lord. Let everybody stand to their feet and begin to call yourself by your new name. The name that the Lord has given to you. Forget them. Forget the enemy. Forget Satan and his people. Forget Satan and his cohort. If God be for you, if God said it, who can be against you? Who can take the word out of God and throw it out of existence? No way. No way. No way. No way. I am seeing greatness in you. I am seeing blessings in you. I am seeing more than conquerors in you. I am seeing powerful, honorable men and women. I am seeing great people that matters in the society here. I am seeing those that God has, God has prepared for the end time glory here. That is who you are. That is who you are. That is who you are. And that is the truth. And you shall keep knowing this truth. Keep believing this truth. Keep confessing the truth. And the truth shall make you free. The truth shall bring a manifestation. That is who you are. Father, we thank you. I believe. I believe. I believe. And all things are possible. I believe that the word of God is truth. I believe that who God said about me is truth. I believe that what God has said and prepared for me is truth. I believe that every other thing is a lie. I believe that I am who God say I am. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to raise up your two hands as I pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power of your Holy Spirit, I impart grace upon your people to know the truth. Help them to search out this truth and they will know the truth so that they can live in the reality of who they are and not what the enemy has defined them to be or what the enemy has said to them to be or what the way people see them or the way you see them and the way they know about themselves going forward from today. Because you are no more going to be where the enemy has placed you. You are no more going to be where the people say you will be. You are no more going to be where they have used enchantment, divination to place you. They killed Jesus, but Jesus resurrected. They would have wounded your soul. They would have affected your, your plans. They would have affected your reality. But I want to let you know that you have the ultimate victory. Your new dawn has come today. 
Your new dawn has come today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Put your hands together for the Lord. Thank you for listening to this podcast. For more information on the Lighter Church, visit tlc.net.ng or follow the Lighter Church on Instagram and Facebook. God bless you.